Craig Heatley is the founder of Sky TV, a businessman, an entrepreneur, philanthropist. He's one of a group of New Zealand entrepreneurs calling on the government to introduce tougher measures to protect the nation against the impact of coronavirus. He joins me now. Good morning to you. Good morning, Kerry. Um, I'll ask the question that, that some of the texters asked of Nick Mowbray when he spoke to Mike Hosking yesterday. Given that you're not an expert in public health, why would your opinion and your voice on this matter? That's a fair question. I'm certainly not. I got eight out of 100 <laughs> new e-biology, so I'd be the last one to talk to about microbiology. I'm, I'm a businessman. I think I understand maths. Yep. Let's look at what's happening overseas. I think if we phoned anyone in Milan right now and asked them, would they wish that the authorities had taken stronger measures five weeks ago, I think you'd, be, you'd get an overwhelming answer that yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Five weeks ago in Italy, there were three coronavirus cases. Today, there are 30,000. Yeah. Uh, it's simple maths. And, you know, there's a, there's a lot of apathy in New Zealand, I think, that, that there's a feeling that there's 12 confirmed cases or whatever the number is today, 12 or 14, and we're controlling it, and this is going to all be fine. It's actually not. Uh, the, the data we've got is at least two weeks out of date, and there's probably hundreds, if not thousands, of cases in New Zealand already. It's just that this virus is very stealthy. We don't see it, uh, but it's there. And there's no reason to think that what is happening in New Zealand now is any different to what's happened in Europe and in North America and other parts of Asia. So why aren't we looking at South Korea instead of Italy? Because they had many, many cases as well, but they were able to control the spread and minimise the impact on their health system. Yeah, and they took some... Um, some measures that we should be looking at much more closely. I think, first of all, let's look at what happened in Korea. The the best data set that anyone's got has come out of Korea because they were able to test over 200,000 people. Mm -hmm. I think as of yesterday, the number I saw total testing in New Zealand, 506. So this is one of the areas that we need to really ramp up very quickly, our ability to test and get results quickly because that will take a lot of stress away from people who think they may have it, may have contacted it, may have come into contact with people that have got it. <laughs> this is just one of a, of, of a lot of measures. But I think the, the lesson that we're learning from overseas, and you're seeing it incrementally every day, is that we, the only thing we can really do is, is institute social distancing. And we've got to be serious about it. And the government are doing a lot of things right. I think the economic package yesterday was first class. I applaud it. I heard Grant Robertson speak in the House, and he used words to the effect that we're in a war. Mm. And I agree with that. And what's the first rule of war? You use overwhelming force when you have it available. That's rule number one. And we are not using overwhelming force against the spread of this virus. We have taken some measures, and that's good. I'm not saying we've done nothing, Mm. but I think we need to do more. I think it's time that we woke up and realized that what we're seeing in North America today, what we're seeing in Europe today, is quite likely to be evident in New Zealand in the next few weeks. And we've got a chance to hit it off. We've got a chance to mitigate it. We're not going to stop it. Mm. That's impossible. We've got a, a chance to mitigate it. And so... My message um, 
for what it's worth is that I believe we should we should be thinking about that very seriously. We should be taking actions now. For example, my youngest son is at university. Yeah. They they don't live stream lectures. Now, I understand in normal times why they would do that, because they want students to not miss and skip lectures. They want them to go to them. I get it. Not now. They should be live streaming them. A university should close and just live stream the lectures, and students could do them from home. That's just a sensible measure. And I could give you a whole raft of things like that that I think we should be doing that we're not. And uh, what about the, the borders? Would you? I imagine you'd want tougher restrictions on people coming into the country. Yeah, I think I think our border controls have been woeful. Um, I came back from the states a week ago, strolled through the airport. No one asked me any questions, and 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 then I came. My son was in Australia on the weekend. Strolled through the airport, could have come in from anywhere. No questions asked. I think now, look, the the number of tourists coming into New Zealand because of the measures they've taken are reducing. I accept that. Yeah, I think we should close the borders completely. You've seen this in Canada yesterday. You've seen it in Malaysia. Uh, all of Europe has yeah. announced these measures today. Yeah. So why would we not do that and institute it now? I'd rather see us quarantine New Zealand, take the measures that we need to take now for four, six or eight weeks to mitigate and make the the outcome of this virus less in New Zealand than we're seeing elsewhere. And we've got the ability to do it because... We've got the advantage of seeing what's happening in the other countries. And, and so we can only say, oh, that's not going to happen to us. We don't, you know, we're going to be different for some reason. And I do not understand why that would be true. Or let's fight this war with everything we have. Let's close our gyms and our bars and our restaurants now. Let's discourage any meetings over 10 people. Let's encourage uh, anyone who can work from home to work from home. Let's encourage every person over 60 to stay at home for four or six weeks. Let's take all these measures that are probably inevitable anyway, but let's do it now before it gets, gets too bad. But wouldn't that reaction or overreaction uh, cause more harm than good long term? I mean, what on earth would that do to the economy? I don't think it would. In fact, I think the outcome would be better. I mean, there was 12.1 billion thrown. Here's the analogy I would use, Kerry. You come home and your kitchen's on fire. And it hasn't consumed the house, but the kitchen's on fire. And you see immediately that a gas pipe broke and it's caught fire. And luckily for you, the neighbours have called the fire brigade. 20 fire engines turn up and they are pouring water on the blaze. Only thing is, no one's turned the gas off. And so... The, unbeknownst to you, the flames are getting underneath the house and will eventually consume the house because no one turned the gas off. So what, in that, in that analogy, what Grant uh, announced yesterday, which was, we've seen the biggest fiscal and monetary policy reaction from a government in New Zealand's history in the last 48 hours. It is monumental. Hats off to them. But surely one would see the logic in trying to contain the problem that they are trying to address with that money. And the more we can contain the problem, inevitably, the less money we will spend. Yeah. And so my argument is this. Yes, it is disruptive. What I'm suggesting is disruptive. And I know a lot of people will think I'm overreacting. I don't. 
it will be disruptive, but it'll be more disruptive if we wait. That's, that's really the lesson, I think, from seeing what is happening in many countries around the world right now. Interesting to hear your opinion. Thank you so much. Craig Heatley, New Zealand businessman, entrepreneur, philanthropist, part of a group of New Zealand entrepreneurs calling on the government to take tougher measures to protect us against the impact of coronavirus.